Chapter 17 of Samuel, famous chapter, David and Goliath, one of the famous chapters of the Bible. It's a long chapter, and we will focus on a couple of points in chapter 17. I did want to emphasize, as we begin chapter 17, and this is true of all the chapters, of everything we are doing together at 929, the purpose of which is to hopefully put across some points of interest, but the real important point is to hopefully encourage all of you to study these texts yourselves, to spend a lot of time on these chapters. The book of Samuel is one of the great books of the Bible. One of the great books, period. And there's so much more here than we can possibly cover in the time that we have together. This is the story of David and Goliath. And once again, the Philistines have gathered and gathered their camp. And in this story, in chapter 17, Goliath, who is described as the Ish Benayim, in verse number 4 of chapter 17, perhaps a champion, but the person walks out of the camp of the Philistines, Goliath Shemomigat. Goliath from Gat, Gat being one of the main Philistine cities, and he's described in the following terms. Gavho, Sheshamot Vazaret, Kova Nechoshet Arosho, Shuyon Kaskasim Hulavush, Mishkal Hashuyon, Chameshet Arofim Shkalim Nechoshet, Mitzchal Nechoshet Araglov, Kidom Nechoshet Ben Ktefav, Chetz Hanito Kiminor Ogim, Lahevet Hanito Sheshmeyot Shkalim Barzel, Nosei Hatsina Horech Lifanov. He's a giant. He's six cubits and a span tall, a bronze helmet on his head, a breastplate of scale armor, a bronze breastplate weighing 5,000 shekels, bronze greaves on his legs, bronze javelin from his shoulders. The shaft of his spear was like a weaver's bar. Iron head of his spear weighed 600 shekels, and the shield bearer marched in front of him. So in short, he's a powerful giant. The king of Israel is tall as well. We were told earlier, he's a head taller than everybody else. But he's no match in size for Goliath. Goliath is in fact a giant. And Goliath steps forward and challenges Israel to a duel. That's verse number 8. Why should the two sides have a whole battle? I am the Philistine. And you are Saul's servants. Choose somebody, come down and fight me. Clearly the implication is, in Goliath's words, I represent the Philistines, I am the Philistine. You are servants of Saul. Choose someone to fight me clearly means Saul. Now Saul is one that we are told in the previous chapter that the Spirit of God has departed from Saul. Ruach Hashem Sarameim Shaul, Ubiatatu Ruach Ra'ameet Hashem, the evil spirit of God began to terrify him. So Saul is not in good shape. And furthermore, if the Spirit of God has departed from Saul, then it's a matter of size. Saul is big, but Goliath is much bigger. So Goliath says, let's have a duel, and the winner of the duel is the winner of the war. 
That's what Goliath suggests, and everybody is afraid. And Goliath says, recognizing that they're terrified of him, And the Philistines said, I defy the ranks of Israel. Cherafti was even more than defy. Cherafti, I would translate, I have degraded. It relates to what we had seen earlier about the Philistines, the idea of taunting and mocking and degrading. Charef. So that's what Goliath has said. He's already won the psychological war as far as he's concerned. And all of Israel hears this, and Saul hears this. In verse number 11, they were dismayed and terror-stricken. This is the setting for the story of David and Goliath. David is sent by his father to bring provisions to some of his brothers who are in the war camp. The oldest of which is Eliav that we encountered in the previous chapter. David is a shepherd. David is, has of course in the previous chapter been anointed as the future king of Israel. That's a story we have not discussed yet. Maybe we come back to that, chapter 16. But David is sent into the camp and David leaves the uh, flock that he takes care of with somebody else. He brings the provisions and when he comes into the camp he hears the Philistine talking. And when David hears the Philistine talking and he sees everybody is very frightened, um, David says, in verse number 26, What was, What's going to be to the one who defeats him? What's the reward for defeating them? Because after all, what nerve he has to insult, to defy the ranks of the living God. David refers to Israel as the ranks of the living God. When David says this, his brother Eliav, he was the one rejected in the previous chapter, he gets angry at David. What are you talking about? Why did you leave the flock behind? What are you, just came to see the war? What are you, uh, a gawker? And David ignores him. David says, look, I'm just saying words. And David goes around repeating the same thing to everybody to the extent that these words are, ho- are heard by people who bring it before Saul. And Saul then interviews David. And David says to Saul, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Your servant, referring to himself, will fight with this Philistine. Saul says to David, You can't fight with him. You have no experience. He's a warrior. He's a veteran. So David says, don't be worried about that. I was a shepherd. And the bear and the lion would attack the flock and I would save them. I would grab them and save them. Saul ignores that. And then David says, David says, David says, no, the God who saved me from the lion and the bear, that God will save me from Goliath. Says Saul to David, go then, and may God be with you. 
So Saul tries to give David Saul's uh, armament, Saul's garments, madav, army garments. But David can't walk with this. David has no experience. Perhaps it's too big for David as well. David says, I can't go this way. And David goes without armor. And David goes down and chooses five, five uh, smooth stones, as we know. And David walks towards Goliath with a slingshot, moving towards the Philistine. I want to make two points about the story of David and Goliath. There's a lot to say about this story. It's one of the great turning points in the book of Samuel. The first point is that David can't defeat Goliath if he goes as Saul. Saul can't beat Goliath because if it's a matter of size and strength, Goliath is stronger. David can only fight Goliath as David. A different way of fighting. He fights without armor. He's smallish compared to Goliath. But he's going with the help of God. Not that God has made promises to David. But David goes with courageously understanding that if you go courageously there's a strong chance that God will be with you. This kind of thinking we have encountered earlier in the book of Samuel in the person of Jonathan. That's exactly Jonathan's thinking. Jonathan went with his attendant, with his arms bearer, to attack the Philistine garrison. And he said to the arms bearer, listen, if God is with us, let's, 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 let's try it. Let's attempt it. Let's use strategy. And because if God is with us, we can win even with few. There's no obstacle. God can save you if you're few in number. In the case of Jonathan, there's two. There's Jonathan and Jonathan's attendant. But in the case of David and Goliath, it's not two. There's just one. And there's no sword. David has no sword. One of the reasons that Jonathan is very taken with David, and in fact, is willing to hand the future kingship to David, is that Jonathan, who's a selfless person in the book, says, no doubt, I'm very good, but I need an attendant and a sword. Here's somebody even better than me. He can fight, he can defeat the enemy without attendance and without sword, just courageously marching into battle. The second point, and we'll pick up this point later, is that chapter 17, the story of Goliath, who calls himself Haplishti, I am the Philistine. And what is curious and very important in the book of Shmuel is that the book of Samuel identifies Goliath as a giant. Now the word for giant is Rifaim. There are other words for giants as well. And we will see in our study of Samuel that the book of Samuel purposely identifies giants with Goliath. This will be very important for us in terms of what David accomplishes. It's not just about defeating this particular person. It's not even just about defeating the Philistines. There's something much more important uh, that is taking place in the book of Shmuel in terms of David's ultimate role. And that we will encounter in future chapters.